Hey ho everybody and welcome to Finito, the Myth the Movie podcast where we look at myths and legends from around the world and how they've influenced the movies we know and love. I am your host Henry Finnegan, putting the fin in Finito and every week I am joined by the amazing Amy, our resident redhead. Oh okay, defined by the colour of my hair well, I The reason see. I mention redheads is because we're going to be talking about a redhead later aren't we? Are we? Splosh. Splosh. Yes. <laughs> so this week our top well we've reached episode 10 episode 10 episode 10 really this is our 10th episode oh that's cool our 10th episode in 2020 2020 <laughs> yeah. so anyway this uh, week's topic is if you haven't guessed is the lint no I was going to say I was saying the little mermaid. No, it's mermaid. 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 There's only there's only one mermaid, really, isn't there? There's only and one that's mermaid. The Disney one. No, there, there that's isn't. That's the only there's... mermaid of concern to me. <laughs> the only mermaid that exists in mermaids. No, the but... only mermaid. Yeah, she's not the only mermaid, is it? No, but she's the only relevant mermaid. Well, to so... my childhood. <laughs> Because you've got red hair. So yeah. It's like one of the only Disney characters that has red hair. Merida in Brave, isn't she got red hair? Uh yeah, but that's a recent film. I'm talking about, you know, you know, the the eighties and the nineties kind of Disney. But any redheads really, were there? Wasn't I'm sure They're all blonde or brunette. Or really black hair. I'm sure one of the no. other princesses were. None uh, of them. None of them no, at all. Probably. No, don't say probably. I'm, I'm anyway going off topic. So let's let's talk about mermaids. Let's talk about mermaids. The 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 what mermaids are supposed to be then? First, okay. the definition of, of a mermaid. Because the thing is, a maid got, who is murdered. There's a lot of water living myths and legends. We've already talked about the selkies and kelpies from previous episodes. The kelpies, uh, Where are the kelpies? <laughs> and obviously, those can be kind of mixed over. Crossed over, you mean? Crossed over is the word. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, no let's go. Let's go. So, it's a definition of, uh, in in folklore, legend, whatever, a mermaid is a creature that's an aquatic creature with the head and upper half uh, of a of a human and the tail of a fish. Who decided that combination? Well, shouldn't it be like? Would it be weirder if it was the fish's head and then the legs of the human? That would be weird, wouldn't it? Yeah. Because the fish wouldn't be able to like talk. And we're like, oh, 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 and the legs would just be kicking like, oh, I don't know what I am. Well, it's it's funny you say that because around the world, different people describe mermaids in different ways, and they have different body parts. Because the hallucin, it's whatever body part you prefer, the body part you'll hallucinate. Well, hallucinate. You were saying it's hallucinate. Anyway, let's let's get go on. So mermaids appear in different cultures around the world, from you know the Europe, Asia, Africa, and the East and stuff. But the earliest sort of one of the earliest sort of forms of a mermaid is in ancient Assyria. The goddess Atargatis was the mother of a, a Syrian queen, loved a mortal man, and then she accidentally killed him. Accidentally killed him? Yeah, it unintentionally killed him. How? Ran him over or accidentally poisoned him with with something bad food or fell on him, crushed uh, him? Well, basically she underestimated her powers and killed him. So you know that scene in, um, what's that new TV show with the superheroes? Boys. Oh, yeah. The boys, and there's that one superhero who's making, uh, making love. Making love. Making love to that man, and she accidentally kills him. Because her superpowers are too strong. What scene was that? I don't see, I don't remember that scene. <laughs> her, her legs. Exp- uh, anyway, so she. I don't remember that scene. So she accidentally kills him, oh. and shamed, she jumps into the into the lake, and she uh, takes the form of a fish. But the, the waters could not conceal her divine beauty, and therefore she, uh, the top part of her was still her. 
but then the bottom half of it wasn't. So the part with the boobs. Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she had earliest representations, carvings and stuff on and, and, and buildings and stuff, has her with a, a fish with a human head, um, but it's really similar to the a Babylonian god, Ea. But eventually the Greeks uh, recognised Targetis and then they called her De Keto. Sometime around yeah, around 500 BC, a philosopher <laughs> called Animaxa, Animaxan? Animaxander. He said that his theory was that humans actually sprung from an aquatic species. What? And he thought that humans had come from a mermaid's. Or, yeah, like a mermaid is amphibian then. They're amphibian, mm-hmm. amphibious. Well, mermaids can... were like the missing link. So humans came from fish, and that was the transition from fish to human. So they're so literally halfway through. So they can be in the water, but in uh, yeah, the fresh air as well. Yeah. There we go. Also, to, uh, talking about uh, one, uh, a story that we've already talked about, in 1001 Nights, which remember we talked about that in the, oh, yeah, in the yeah. gin episode, there's several ta- tales featuring sea people. One of them's uh, Yulinar the Seaborn and her son, uh, King Badabur of Persia, but this depicts mermaids. It's just a weird thing, isn't it? I mean, the the bottom half of you is a fish, and the top half of you is a human. I mean, if you're in the water all the time, your fingers are going to be so wrinkly, aren't they? Yeah, but this kind of yeah. <laughs> all well, the time. You know how annoying it is. Well, that's why they have scales on them, don't they? No, but okay. So does their skin, the human skin, have scales on them? Ariel didn't have scales. Yep, that's a Disney movie, isn't it? But Disney is life. Life is Disney. It is. Well, every film is Disney at the moment. So that's yeah? Quite, you can't get away with it. <laughs> no, but in, in this story, in 1001 Nights, these ones were slightly different because they looked like humans, but they could breathe underwater. A little bit similar to the leprechauns, actually, ah. in the leprechaun Oh, like in Harry Potter when he takes the gillyweed and then he has the... Uh... The gills. The gills. Well, yeah, we'll get onto that later when we get to the film section. Yeah, I can still talk <laughs> jump about it. Jump the gun, jump the gun. I can still talk about it, though, can't I? You can't stop me from talking about it, Finnegan. Hey ho. Okay, another story in the one person one, one nights is that uh, there's a bloke called Abdullah the Fisherman, Abdullah the Merman, and there's an actual underwater society that is portrayed to, to like be what? like kind of like a mirror reflection of, of the you know, society on land and stuff. But they all live underwater and, they, and can breathe and stuff. It's not like in Jar Jar Binks. He's not a mermaid, is he? <laughs> well, he supposedly could be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but don't they go to like that underwater place in Star Wars? Yeah, they're and they're like, I will show you where to go. And then they go, oh my God, who does that sound like? Like Yoda then, a combination. <laughs> <laughs> if Yoda and Jar Jar Binks yeah. were a kid. So. Well, so come with me and I'll show you. My... <laughs> well, they both speak English really poorly, don't they? So, well, they, they speak ridiculously, don't they? No. But yeah, they were underwater, but I just don't understand why they were underwater. They weren't mer people, though, were they? But they swam, didn't they? Oh, yeah, it's very could, confusing. They, they could swim, they could swim. They yeah, but definitely... then they, they were kind of amphibians then. But they didn't have a time, like, they didn't have a constraint on how long they could spend in the water and how long they could be, you know, up on top. Well, it's not like a dolphin that has to come up for Like a whale. Like a whale can hold its breath for like a few hours, can't it? Yeah, but it's it weird that they, they, they live in the sea, but they need air. Yeah, I guess so. But, uh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. crazy. I suppose everything needs a bit of air. So, moving <laughs> on. <laughs> Mermaids, uh, just like all mythological creatures, are blamed for such things as storms, floods, and um, shipwrecks really? and drownings and stuff. Because when you're drunk at the helm of a ship, you're not going to take responsibility for that. You're going to blame a mermaid? A creepy mermaid? Well, sometimes, though, in different stories, 
they can be actually they actually fall in love with humans, which is obviously where we're going to lead on to. Because if you're the head of a captain of a ship and you're lonely at sea, you're going to imagine there's loads of stuff around you. Now, most uh, uh, most uh, sightings like and, and and literature about is usually refers to mermaids, but mermen or mer people kind of exist as well. No one cares about mermen. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares about mermen. Okay. No, no one well, cares. There's actually in, there's a bloke called, I, I'm not going to be able to pronounce his name properly, Gaius Plinius Secundus, nicknamed Pl- like, Pliny the Elder. Like Latin or something. Pliny the Elder. He was a Roman author, a naturalist and a philosopher, a, a naval and army commander, early Roman Empire. He actually wrote the encyclopedic uh, Naturalist Historia, which is natural history and stuff, <gasps> which be, actually became like the editorial model for encyclopedias. And he wrote down loads of stuff, so he wrote Stuff that was still, well, still used today, but it became like the scientific book of looking at oh. animals and stuff like that. Is he a merman? No, he's not a merman. I thought the story was no, going to lead to that. But he he actually, while investigating and stuff, he actually wrote about the Nereids. Or Nereids. The what? The Nereids were these nymphs that were recognised as half-human, half-fish people. That the portion of the body at the realm was a human figure with scales all over the human form. Where does it cut off? So no, so, so in this in this version, it said they looked oh. like people, but they still had scales all over their, the top part. That's all right. That makes more sense, uh, doesn't it? He notes that Legatus of Gaul, who was who uh, once wrote to the Emperor Augustus, claiming he found a considerable number of these nereids dead on on the seashore, and uh, he also referred to them as seamen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, at night, would climb into a ship, and and then it would instantly sink down into the sea, and then go off. Oh, like in parts of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. But the only thing is, this is really similar to the sirens in Greek mythology, which we talked about in the Odyssey episode, oh, yeah. when uh, Odysseus was tied himself to the mast to stop himself from going overboard because of oh. the sirens. <gasps> That's like in that film. Oh, yeah, like in, film? The, in, in the Sinbad, Sinbad film. Sinbad, when yeah. is it Brad Pitt's voice and yes. uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones' voice? Mm-hmm. That's a good film. That is. But moving on to, to, I was going to say, slightly more credible accounts. Credible? Really? Uh, but in 19... 19? In 1493, <laughs> uh, Chris Columbus, <laughs> obviously sailing across the seas and stuff, actually took in time... In 1993, when Christopher Columbus sailed across the sea... <laughs> well, he took time out of, out of his base pill- pillaging. Oh, yeah. Um, he and wasn't very nice. actually wrote down and cited a mythical mermaid near what is um, the Dominican Republic. And Columbus wrote in his diary, but the day before, when Admiral was going to the Rio de Oro, <laughs> he said he saw three mermaids who came quite high out of the water and were not as pretty as they'd been depicted. <laughs> but somehow, in the face, they looked like men. <laughs> <laughs> Now, a lot of people say that those accounts were Chris Columbus actually seeing manatees uh, for I the first time. I think they're probably manatees. But I don't know. I've Who th- would not fall for a manatee? I, I have seen... They're so beautiful. I've seen manatees and I do not get confused between a manatee and... But uh, again, we need to look at the, the, the reasons around it. Are you on a ship? Yes. Have you seen a woman for the past five years? No. Are you slightly drunk on rum? Yes. Is there a manatee over there? Yes. Do you Am have, I kind of going to hallucinate that it's a woman? Do you have possibly? Do you have from, uh, some form of um, infection or uh, oh, disease? That's made do you work? have syphilis? <laughs> possibly. Yeah, exactly. So uh, this anyway, it could be attributed. Okay. To so let's let's go a little bit closer to home. The closer what? to home. Where? In Durham Castle. Ooh, Durham Cathedral. Uh, built round. Durham Cathedral. Durham Castle. Durham Castle. I said castle, not oh. cathedral. 
I thought if you said the cathedral, I was going to say Durham Cathedral is the largest cathedral in Britain. <laughs> Durham Cathedral is the largest. <laughs> um, Just a fun fact yeah, for you there, the, Durham Castle, built in 1078 by uh, Saxon stonemasons, has the one of the earliest uh, surviving um, depictions of a mermaid in England um, carved on its walls. Hmm. Yeah, what, in, in there. what does it look like? Well, is it half and half? Yeah, it's the same. So where does it cut off? Is it belly button? Below? It's, I don't know. <laughs> it's, above it's a, or below the belly? According to another legend, again close to that home, a uh, mermaid actually visited <laughs> visited at the Cornish village of Zenor, where she used to listen to the singing, the, 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 a man singing called Matthew uh, Truhiller. So it's kind of a little bit, is it kind of like a reverse of Little, mermaid, little mermaid? No, what? The mermaid came to. She listen. comes up to the shore to listen to a man sing on, on the shore instead of him being obsessed with her voice. What with the little mermaid? Yeah, it's the other uh, way around, isn't it? No, but he loves no. her voice. No, because in the beginning, she saw him. The Disney little mermaid. Yeah. The Disney little mermaid is that he, she saw him on a ship. She was like, oh, he's nice. And then the ship sank, and then she was like, oh, I better save him. And then she saved him. And then she liked him first. The relevant then, plot point that I'm talking about is the fact that he was... then when he was on there... It, yeah, it was, yeah, sort of. But she liked him first, though, not because of the singing. No, but I'm just saying, in the films, he likes her voice because of her singing. And yeah, this is the opposite. You, this need is... To th- you need to look around the facts of the situation because Ursula... Ursula took her voice, but, yeah, he, but no, still, no, 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 no. he still fell in love with her without a voice. So really, no, 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 she no, no, needs no. it anyway. We're getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting you ahead just, of you ourselves. just need to know these things, Look, Henry. You're going back to this. Anyway, so this mermaid came to Cornish Town uh, Village Centre and she basically falls in love with this Matthew uh, Truheller because attracted by his singing voice to start with. Anyway, they both fall in love and then they go to her home called Pendle Cove. And on summer nights, apparently, lovers can, the lovers could be heard singing. Yeah? And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that means they kind of lived in the cave together. Does that mean he becomes a merman? I don't know. Anyway, at the church of uh, Saint Sonara in Zenil, there's a famous chair that's um, carved with mermaid carvings on it, and that's about 600 years old. So it's in relation to the story of. Um, okay. Okay, so there's. That's quite terrifying, isn't it? Because if he became a merman, then he'd have to live under the sea. You know that bit in Splash. Well, again, you're getting ahead. Don't. don't Sorry. Don't, 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 don't. It just worries me. Okay, so. Can I talk anyway, about it? No, we can, really we, can, we can talk about it in a bit. Anyway. <laughs> Okay. So, around the world, he was talking about having mermaids. Do they cut off at the top or they, at the bottom and stuff? So, around the world, there's loads of different... Around the world. Around the world, around the world, there's loads of different mer people. There's mermaids, mer people. So, is it like different species, but a different sort of sub Well, I, I don't know. So, in China, there's a merfolk mentioned in the uh, classics of the mountains and seas, which is pronounced uh, Shan Haijing, I think. Uh, it's a compilation of Chinese uh, myth- mythological stories and geography, kind of thing, dating back from the 4th century and stuff. But it has similar tales of a man finding a lady drowning, and he thinks he's drowning, but it's not. Turns drowning? Bit... Drowning? Drowning. <laughs> <laughs> Drowning. Drowning. <laughs> Drowning. Drowning. No, you're funny. So he found a lady drowning. Uh, turns out to be a mermaid. He takes her home, marries her. What? Straight yeah. away. But there's loads of stories around the world that have this same story, but she can't speak because she's a mermaid. Because she made a deal with Ursula. Yeah. Well, no, they, she can't speak. And then he eventually they get married, they have a life and stuff. And then when he dies, she returns to the sea. As I said, this. Familiar stories around the world. Whenever there's a mermaid story, that story's always there for some reason. But they can't speak. Can't speak, out of and water. they end up marrying someone. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, it's a bit weird. So they're not all they're not all malevolent. 
<laughs> I can't say it. Stumbling <laughs> <laughs> on my tongue. So in Korea, in Dongabay Island of uh, Busan, there's a tale of a princess from a kingdom called uh, Naranda and a, a mythical undersea kingdom of mermaids. But that's actually tied around the historical person. Mm-hmm. So it's like myths and legends, uh, myths and his- history kind of merged together. In Japan, there is the Japanese ningyo, uh, which literally means uh, human fish. And human fish. But this part is usually a human female again. But this one has the face of a person, but then the body of a fish. <laughs> just the face? <laughs> so it's just the, like the head. What about the hands? Like, do they have hair? No, it, well, yeah, they have hair. So it has hair, it has a head they and then a, a fish. So there's an illustration in uh, um, ningyo of... Uh, in Japanese illustration, where it's just the head and the, and the fish. How do they, like, scratch their nose? Really, don't they live under the sea? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I suppose they can scratch it on a rock. Um, in uh, Hinduism, there's a the Suvana Maka, which is a golden mermaid, and she's the mermaid princess who tries to uh, spoil plans of, of someone else to build a bridge but falls in love with the person instead. Oh, dear. Um, it all ends up with them. Um, she's heavily tied to Thai folklore. But the best-known example of mermaids in literature... And mythology is Han Christian Andersen's fairy tale, The Little Mermaid. Aww. So what the Disney film was based Aww, on. So that was actually first published in 1837, and it plays out a little bit differently to the Disney's uh, rendition. Yeah, I know it's more sinister, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so he goes, well, this is, this is the sort of a shortened version I'm just about to tell you. But you can see the differences here. Yeah. Ariel. 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 No, no Sebastian Ariel. in the film, he goes, Ariel. No, he goes, Ariel. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, the, the, <laughs> the Little Mermaid is the merman's king's daughter, and she must wait her turn to reach the, the age where she'll be allowed to emerge from the sea and sit on a rock and then observe the like world 16. above. Yeah, or 14 probably back then. But. Yeah. The mermaid falls in love with a human prince. Don't think his name's Eric. Mm. And also longs for an eternal soul, uh, like humans, because she doesn't have a soul. But... She didn't have a soul? No. Oh. She, she, her wanting a soul and uh, being in love with him is sort of intertwined. And only by achieving true love will her soul bind with the humans and become everlasting. So she has a soul? No, she doesn't have a soul. So she wants a soul and she wants to go and go with the people of above with the falling in love with the man. But she can only a get a soul. She can only get a soul when she gets true love. But how can you love without a soul? Well, I don't know. Ask Hans Christian Andersen. Oh, he went, so. Yeah, but anyway, so the mermaid, mermaid, uh, a fish tail obviously poses a problem, problem here with her getting up on land and falling oh, yeah. in love with the prince. That would be so then she makes a deal with the sea witch, which is Ursula in the Disney one, mm-hmm. offers a potion to transfer him to human form, but at a price. She actually cuts out the mermaid's tongue, um, little mermaid's tongue, and takes away her beautiful voice. She's actually in pain every step she takes. Yeah. I, I'm like, she's now messing around with her toes and oh, yeah. playing, playing, with, playing with forks in this one. And she, uh, despite her inability to speak, she managed to su- su- uh, succeed in wedding the prince, but with a slight twist. The mermaid is doomed unless she stabs the prince with a magical knife uh, before his marriage to seal stab the deal, him. to seal the deal, to get the, the, her soul back, basically. But she has to stab him. So she goes to stab him, to but then him. to kill him, but then she does. To kill him? Just to kill him? Yes, just to kill him. But does he come back to life? No. She goes to kill him, but then she can't do it. And then she sits there crying. Uh, and then she jumps into the sea and she dissolves into foam and dies. Under the sea. Under the sea. I think you'd rather do, want to dissolve into foam than to kill someone that you love. But if the fact that she loved him, like, obviously, wouldn't that just give her a soul without stabbing him? It's a bit harsh that he has to stab him as well. Yeah, but she, but she doesn't get it. So. But then... 
if she'd stabbed him and killed him, then she would just have a soul. But then she'd be really sad forever. Yeah, but now she's be worth the now soul. she's dead and in the sea. She's just some foam. Yeah, some foam. So, <laughs> but obviously that was one of the most famous pieces of literature. But mermaids have also been a popular subject and influenced other tales. So we've already mentioned Henry Christian Anderson, Little Mermaid. Oscar Wilde wrote The Fisherman and His Soul. And H.G. Wells wrote The Sea Lady. Uh, Sue Monk Kidd wrote a book called The Mermaid Chair, loosely based on the uh, Mermaid of Zena that we talked about. Oh, yeah. Just. But while there's no evidence of actual mermaids uh, existing out of folklore, there's been loads of uh, sightings and even fake mermaid bodies turning up and then Ooh. kind of being ex- exhumed and stuff. We already mentioned the Chris Columbus sighting uh, as he was sailing across the sea. The logbook of Blackbeard the Pirate Oh, cool. uh, mentioned, do not go near the enchanted sea because mermaids be about. <laughs> but does he have any more detail? No, he just said don't go there. He probably hid loads of gold probably around there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't go near there, there be mermaids that kill you. <laughs> I don't know why he talks like that. But, uh, there's actually, uh, in 2009, there was dozens of people reported seeing mermaids uh, leaping out of their Haifa Bay waters and doing aerial tricks uh, so that in an Israeli coastal town oh. uh, they and they offered one million dollars to <laughs> to anyone who could prove the existence of the mermaid oh. uh, it was never claimed obviously no. so that's kind of like a oh, brief I don't know, maybe manatees? <laughs> Some dolphins? Now, because we had Dustin on last week, mm-hmm. he had that kind of a cool thing where he Googled famous people who, believes who in believed in mermaids. Now, I didn't have as much luck as uh, Dustin, and I only found one <laughs> celebrity that actually admits to believing in mermaids, mm-hmm. and that was Demi Lovato. Oh, okay. <laughs> and she, this is quoting her on the Seth Meyers show, she believes that an alien species lives under the sea in what was Atlantis. And she was actually quoted saying, it must be really sad not to believe in mermaids. Well, that's her belief, I suppose. I wonder where that came from, though. Maybe she's a mermaid. No, she said that she'd been watching documentaries on oh. Discovery Channel. That <laughs> She was actually quoted saying, there was this really convincing documentary on the Discovery Channel, and then the next day they had to come out and say it was fake because oh. it was because they were, we were onto it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i'll leave that one there this is the part of the show where we move on to the films that have been influenced by the myth and legend mm-hmm. um now there are over like 60 or 70 films that we could talk about mermaids I even have a brief glimpse uh, glimpse glimpse uh, <laughs> mention of, of of mermaids basically there's a few films that we've picked yeah to look at mermaids. Yeah, so going back to 1918 Queen of the Sea. Queen of the Sea was a 50-minute film, so not not that long. And it was the earliest sort of film I could find. And I couldn't find it online to actually watch. It's a silent black and white movie. And it's about someone called Mr. Marillia, uh, Queen of the Seas. Mr. Marillia? Mrs. Marillia. Queen of the Seas finds a book among the wreckage of the of the sea that contains a prophecy that sh- that she shall she shall she shall say four human beings and then retrie- receive a, f- a human body of her own if oh, an immortal really? soul so it's kind of based off the why is the, it all like everyone goes like mermaids but all they want to do is like get some legs or... all I want to do is get some legs <laughs> no what <laughs> <laughs> But, like, it's true, though, like, there's this desperation for, like, to marry a human man and then just to get legs. I mean, the sea must be terrible. It must be terrible out there. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wet down there, isn't it? Yeah, but I'd, I'd hate to be a mermaid, to be honest. I'd hate... Oh, there's a quote for you. I'd hate to be a mermaid. I would, really. This week's episode, Amy says, I hate to be a mummy. 
<laughs> the most groundbreaking podcast you've ever heard. <laughs> anyway, mo- uh, moving on to Peabody and the Mermaid. Mermaid. What's a Peabody? Peabody. A man called Peabody. Is that Not- an actual someone's name? Yes, Peabody. Seriously? Who would call their child that? So, uh, Peabody... <laughs> Peabody and the Mermaid was 1948. It was directed by Irving uh, Pichard. It starred William Powell, Anne Blythe, Irene uh, Harvey and Andrea King. Um, and it's while on, uh, while on holiday in the Caribbean with his wife, a middle-aged man unexpectedly finds and falls in love with... A mermaid! Hang um, on, you there with your wife? Yeah. <laughs> Cheeky. Well, basically, you can kind of... The, apparently, this was the inspiration for a, a film that we're going to talk about in a bit, Splash. Oh, <gasps> was that film. Uh, but... It's also freaked out. Well, it's fairly, fairly entertaining. Fairly entertaining. Mm. But now jumping ahead a couple of decades, we're going to go to Local Hero, 1984. Mm. Directed by Bill Forsyth, starring Burt Lancaster, a young P- Peter Capaldi. Really? Uh, yeah, because he just looks like he's an old man, even though he's young. <laughs> Obviously from the thick of it and Doctor Who and stuff fame. And Jenny Seagrove as Marina. And it's about an American oil company I sends a man... To Scotland to buy an entire village where they want to build a refinery, but things don't go expected because basically the the guy, the American guy, eventually starts falling in love with the town, and then and he's like, "Why are you going to ruin this town with your oil refinery?" Well, no, he, he kind of starts, how dare you? He kind of can't seize and stuff, and he, and he kind of kind of falls in love with Marina, who's, who's kind of Marina. Marina's Marina's a, a woman who works there. And she works at like oh, a, hang on, she's a land anima maid. Anima maid, what? She, is she working at the shop and she's like, this is bad. And then he's walking on the beach and then she's swimming as a mermaid. Well, no, it's kind of hints like, that she mentions, mentions that, that she, she mentions that she had web feet and stuff like that. But she kind of... Anyway, it's a good film. Uh, Mark Commode's favourite film. Oh, oh. I know, actually, <laughs> that's The Exorcist, isn't it? <laughs> but it's, it's, it's a good film, 1983. But at the end, uh, I'll, I'll spoil it for you. The original ending had him return back to America in Houston and mm. he sits alone in his apartment. Realising he's on his own. And that's how the film was supposed to end. But the studio's like, that's a down, that's a downer ending, man. So then the director and the studios did a compromise where you just saw the famous red telephone box that's in the village ring. And you see him on the phone, so it implies that he's going to go back. But I think they should have done the downer note. Well, ambiguity can still kind of play that. So that was 1983. The year later, directed by Ron Howard, 1984, Splash. Another film. Starring Tom Hanks, Daryl Hannah, uh, Eugene Levy, and John Candy. It's obviously a film about a young man. It says, it says here that he's reunited with a mermaid who saved him from drowning as a boy. I don't remember that part of the film. Yeah, I remember that bit of the film. She was little. She was a little mermaid. She was a little mermaid. Oh, okay. I, I must have forgotten that part. A little mermaid. <laughs> yeah, and saved him. You know, I remember that. That's, a, that's the first bit of the film. Yeah, well, maybe I, I always skip the first bit. Oh. I don't know. But I think it, it's because it, they put it on TV a lot. And then you, you kind of oh, I've seen this movie, yeah. yeah. And the bit everyone at, like turns it on at is when he's walking on the on the in Cape Cod with the suit on. Yeah, he's yeah. going back there because he's like, I'm missing something here. I need. Why am I doing a weird Jimmy factor? Stewart sort of thing? Yeah, but yeah, the, 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 this. I mean, it's not it's, it's not as good as any other Tom Hanks film. What? But, but around the time, big and and, and stuff all in the eighties and stuff. I it's think not it's good. good. It's it's an entertaining film, but it's always I don't know, it's always slightly off with it with me. No, I love it. Yeah. I no, love I like it. it. And there's the whole, the whole part where they you know they capture Daryl Hannah and she's the mermaid and she's in that tank. Who's that guy that plays the scientist man that's, that's always trying to capture her? He's a famous guy, isn't he? A famous guy. Isn't he the one in American Pie, the dad in American yeah, Pie? Yeah, Eugene Levy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And John Candy's Tom Hanks' friend, isn't he, in, in, in the film? 
Uh-huh, yeah. No! No, or is it his brother? It's his brother. It's his brother, isn't it? Yeah. Which, 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 which actually might lead uh, into the next one we're going to talk about. That film's really good, though, because it's got, got John Candy in it, which is the best actor ever. And Tom Hanks, who is the best. Well, John Candy's never been in a bad film. Totally not. Well, if it's a bad film, then it was a good film to me. <laughs> <laughs> he was the best thing about a bad film. Yeah, yeah, true. Okay, so did you know that they actually made a sequel to Splash? think so i've never seen it called splash 2 as in t it would be called splashed or something (laughs) (laughs) you had splashed now you've got splashed as in t-o-o so splash 2 so it's not two as in the second it's you've got splashed as well yeah so it was it was a tv movie and um, uh, it was it wasn't directed by Ron Howard. It was directed by Greg. Anything, anyone uh, else? Mackie. People in it were Todd Waring, Amy Yazbek. I, I don't, I don't, I've never seen it. I didn't even know it existed. The same like characters. Yeah. So Alan and Madison, who are the names the Tom Hanks and Daryl Hannah playing, returned to New York. Oh, so we didn't talk about them going to the sea at the end, did we? Oh no, <laughs> that's the bit that freaks me out. Yeah. Right, so they at the end he joins her and you see yeah. there's a city or something well underneath. they're running away from I think they're running away from the police for some reason oh yeah because she's in he that st- he's stolen her from the and facility and they, st- they steal her back yeah yeah and then like he's in the sea at the end and I'm sure he says like oh how do how do people have babies down here I'm sure he says that <laughs> he says something along those lines Basically, he's not really asking that. He's asking, yeah, yeah how do you make love? Uh, but isn't that weird? Ah. Though? Because like she can make him breathe by like holding his hand. So does that mean she always has to hold his hand? Like even when he goes to the the people toilet. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. And if you're under the, the sea, looks really murky. Maybe. Like, can, wouldn't it be claustrophobic? Maybe can. Wouldn't his skin go all wrinkly? Maybe it was just a cloudy day. And the I don't know. Maybe it would affect his skin. Maybe so really he can't maybe stay. Maybe the skin change, changes or something. Maybe he can't stay. Well, it's funny you say that because. In the Splash Two, the, t- the characters played by different people, Alison, Alison, Madison, and Alan return to New York. <laughs> it's like a combination yeah. of the two. Yeah. <laughs> um, they return. Yeah. They return to save the business of his his old business, his brother's business, basically John Candy's business. Okay, is John Candy. In no, there? no, he's not in this. But it's and a bad film. Henry. Also to save, also to save a dolphin that was being held in captivity that apparently Madison's character knew. <laughs> <laughs> And then what happens then? Yeah. Do so, they so, so as I said, I haven't seen the film, so I don't really want to see it. I don't know what the play, maybe it's be, exists somewhere. I don't know. I want to see it just for the ex- explanation of like how you can survive underwater and all that jazz. Well, right. anyway, so after that was or they just come back and say we're back. After that was the most famous film that we're talking about here. The Little Mermaid. The Little Mermaid, which was, was it 1988 or 89? I think it was And it was directed by Ron Clements and John Musker. It was a joint thing. It has not that many famous people actually in it. It was because it was before Disney started getting like mega stars to yeah. film it. So it mm-hmm. had Jodie Benson and Samuel E. Wright and a couple of other people doing it. So we, all, we were just talking about the, the plot already. Mermaid, princess. Her father is Triton. Is Triton. Who's like the king of the sea. Yeah. One of and them. Yes, she has loads of sisters that have like rhyming names for some reason. Yeah, and there's a whole little song about it. It's a musical, yeah. isn't it? It's a musical. And then, like, yeah, what's up? She's supposed to be at this concert and she's not there. And he gets really mad. But really, she's just looking for ships and stuff. She's looking for Prince Eric. She's a, no, she's obsessed with like human things. Yeah, like... she doesn't know what a fork is, but her dad is holding a a, a triton, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but it's That's pretty not much a fork, it's pretty much a fork. It's not a fork. So what's this what? for? Is it for cutting my hair, or is it for stabbing people like? <laughs> it? 
Yeah. But, um, yeah, she's obsessed with like the human world and strives to be, to walk amongst the humans. Yeah, and so this is completely different. Well, not completely different, but it's uh, different from the Hans Christian Andersen tale. It's a lot more Disney. Yeah, because she, she doesn't turn into a pile of foam at the end. And she doesn't have a, cu- a tongue cut out. No, and she, she doesn't have searing pain every time she walks on her legs. No, she seems very able. And there's flounder. <laughs> what, the fish? <laughs> Yeah. Flounder and the crab, the crab, Sebastian. Sebastian. <laughs> the, uh, oh no, that was the music from the Lion King. That was <laughs> no, that's under the sea. Isn't yeah. it? I was going to say that, just, that shows that the music, musicians use the same thing. But yeah, the so music this, in it's really good. So this was really big, wasn't it? It was really, really big, and it still is fairly it's still, big. It's big, fairly big. yeah. But, um, totally. So big at the moment with Disney doing a lot of remakes. They've already done Aladdin remake. Oh, yeah. Oh, they They've already done the Lion King remake. Oh, but that was awful, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, it's because they CGI. Hang on, wait. The Aladdin remake was awful and the Lion King remake was awful. And Isn't the Jungle just... Book thing was awful. Is it just that they shouldn't remake? Like, well, no, it's, it's every time they, t- they take like a, a, a film. So the Disney one and um, the Lion King one was because you had lions and they had emotion drawn on their faces. And when you try and make them look real, a lion going, oh my God, my dad's <laughs> dead. Uh, you can't really express that human emotion Shouldn't on the animals. Shouldn't known so. that before they spent all that money on all that CGI-ness? Yeah, so this new one uh, has been remade and been directed by Rob Marshall, who actually appears later on in this list directing another film with a mermaid oh, yeah. in it. So maybe he's got a mermaid film. But it's going to have Melissa McCarthy in it. Um, what? Uh, yeah. As Ursula. Ursula. Yeah. I can imagine her um, as Ursula. Jacob Tremblay and Aquafina as Ariel. Oh, yeah. And uh, it hasn't been any, other than the cast name, there hasn't been any sort of mm-hmm. set pieces or stuff. And I think it's going to be a CGI cross kind of thing. <gasps> there. Well, uh, but actually, talking about the remake of this, they're remaking Splash as well with uh, Channing Tatum. What? Channing Tatum? But the thing is, instead of Channing Tatum finding a mermaid. Hang on. Is Channing Tatum doing Tom Hanks' role? No, no, no. Channing Tatum is doing no, Dower Hannah's role. <laughs> He's going to be a merman. Are you joking me? Merman, Momano. Oh, it's going to be, that's going to be hilarious. Yeah. That is, that's going to be tacky, isn't it? Really tack. Wherever Channing Tatum is, the tack follows, doesn't it? Tack follows. Tack. Okay, okay, so moving on. There's a couple of films now that we're going to mention that had, it not necessarily mermaid as the main plot, but had mermaids in them. <laughs> What's so funny about that? <laughs> had mermaids in them. Oh, okay. Okay. That would be mer, mer people. <laughs> okay, so uh, 1991, Hook. Looky, looky, oh I got Hook. Oh my god, I love uh, Steven that Spielberg, film. Dustin Hoffman, Robin Williams, Julia Roberts. But this wasn't actually. This was actually a, not a massive success that, when it came out. This is like the best film it, you will ever see in your life. It's not the best film. I think it's you know, amazing. You know what really annoys me when that girl sings that song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. Somewhere I want my mommy. My mommy will come back for me. She keeps going on about it and on about it. No wonder the brother was like, oh, I'm just going to become a pirate, you know. And also Glenn Close plays that man, uh, that that pirate with the beard who gets put in the box. Did, did, you, did you know that? It was Glenn no, Close for, for a random reason. I don't That's know why they did that. That is like one of the best films though. But yeah, so the, the plot of that obviously is about an adult Peter Pan returning to Neverland to reclaim his youthful spirit while his kids get have been kidnapped by uh, Captain uh, Dr. Hook <laughs> Dr. Dr. get your picture um, I love that but film. the part I'm, t- I'm t- talking about here is where I think as we- it's when he first returns to the Neverland and he yeah. falls into the water and then there's some mermaids yeah, yeah, help yeah. him and they kiss him it's really sort of it's weird it's really sexual but for, it's pop, for, proper for weird. kids film and stuff. yeah I remember watching that bit when I was younger and I was like what's 
And out. I think they're supposed to be blowing air into his mouth for him to yeah, breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they just keep kissing him under the water. Yeah, it's weird. It's a really weird, weird scene. Uh, Apart I think from actually, that scene, the film is very good. But so mermaids, mermaids that. are in Peter Pan uh, in the in the book yeah, in, the, yeah. in the stories and stuff like that. And and again in two thousand three when uh, Peter Pan came out, they, they were kind of in that as well. And and then going back to your favourite topic, Harry Potter. Oh yeah, so in Harry that. Potter in two thousand five released Harry I Potter liked, and the Goblet of Fire. I liked this because the mermaids were depicted as like kind of evil as well. Because they can be evil. Everyone's like, oh, they're singing and they, they just want love and they want legs. Well, they're but kind like of hideous looking in this, aren't they? Like, they're kind of like really yeah, like creature so, of the Black Lagoon kind of. Yeah, you have the flip side where they're Also, they of, seemed a little bit like stupid. Like they were a little bit more... What, in Harry Potter? Yeah, a little bit animalistic. So yeah. it's when he's doing the trials, isn't it? And he has to take the gillyweed to have gills. Well, they have to go... One of the trials is the Goblet of Fire. They have to go in the Black Lake. They're given this like poem... Um, what is it? You have to go where no voices sound. You cannot hear above the ground. Yeah. You have to wait something to discover what. <laughs> <laughs> to discover what do they take or something. Awesome. Anyway, there's a song that like. No way should the egg the, under the water. There's a the song that tells them where their friends are and they have to go and rescue them basically and all the mermaids are trying to stop them yeah but they're sort they're of very very deformed looking they don't seem to have any sort of higher intelligence than that no. they're like, no. like, like, like weird zombies and it's stuff. known widely known in the books that mermaids are in the black lake yeah in throughout the yeah but as i said that isn't a, a main a no main it's, a, it's a main part in that but a couple of years later, in 2008, came a film, which I think is close to your heart. Oh, my God. Yeah, it is. It's really close to my yeah. heart. Ponyo, ponyo, little fishy. fishy in the... So, directed by Mizaki. Why don't you sing with me? Ponyo, ponyo, ponyo. So, this is from Studio, uh, Studio Ghibli. little fish with the round tummy. <laughs> so, this is, this is Studio Ghibli. Ghibli? Ghibli? This is the best uh, film. film. It came out in 2008, which is about a five-year-old boy who develops uh, a relationship with what well, it's a little uh, fish. That he finds he finds her as a fish to start with, like a girl. and then she turns into uh, a girl. She's a princess as well, mm-hmm. and um, who longs to be human. Falls and if you watch the girl. film, it's Liam Neeson that's doing the voice well, of the, the father. In the English version, yeah, Liam Neeson's doing the, the voice the of the father. The father, come back here, Ponyo, and it's Kate Blanchett and Matt Damon's in it as well. Who does those voices? The different voices. I'm not entirely sure. I can't think of who Matt Damon is. I can't Damon think of who Matt Damon is either. Isn't he the boy? I don't know. No, Matt it can't be the boy. I, I know Kate Blanchett plays the, the uh, Ponyo's mum. The mum? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, Maybe he's the dad? Yeah, possibly. Okay. Dad doesn't say that much, though. But if you... I mean, I, I, I love this film. It's it's great. It's got a lot of kind of fantasy How elements. How would you describe it, mate? Like, it's like... But, but it is a similar plot to the... the Little Mermaid. But it's not in the same... It's not But it's not the told with a more childish kind of like sort of love instead of... Uh, I think it's more magical. Like it's more magical than, than... But it's also set around the Japanese town and there's a flood, isn't it? Like a tsunami that kind of mm-hmm. floods the entire town and stuff. And then Basically it's about she wants to be And human. she's a redhead as well, again. Yeah, and she's, but she wants to be human and uh, be with Sosuke. Ponyo loves Sosuke. 
But um, Ham. doing this, like, the father doesn't want her to do it. So he's like, no, Hanyul, you have to go back to the, the cave. Where Is that your Liam Neeson impression? Yeah, it's great. But, and she I have went, a particular set of skills. And the father has lots of other, like, daughters, little fishes. It's really weird. They all look like ponies. Yeah, they're all, yeah, it's weird. But he has this, like, big well that has all his magical powers in. And she accidentally, like, gets loads of it. Which is really bad, which causes like a bad, a balance, an imbalance in nature. So the tides go up and like everything floods and everything. Basically, like the father wants to get her back to kind of like make everything balance. Because magic together. is making everything. Really yeah, bad. and her mom is like this big, massive woman that lives in the sea. Mm-hmm. She's crazy. No, it's it's definitely um, it's good. It's a good, it's film, a good film. There's uh, there's other ways of looking at. It. You can kind of look at it. Is Ponyo actually? A uh, an orphan whose family was killed by a tsunami, and it's not as it's not as sweet and innocent as you think. Or you oh. could just look at it as the kind of the magical thing. But magical, I kind of I, I kind of liked it. Magical. And then go, I mentioned Rob Marshall, the director for who who's uh, not only directing the the new the remake uh, of Little Mermaid, but directed Chicago and Into the Woods and Mary Poppins. Chicago. So he's kind of had a hit and miss. Chicago from Chicago to what? He did Into the Woods, which was Mer- a flop as well, wasn't it? Into the Woods, the musical with James like, Gordon, and Mary Poppins like Returns. Chicago. That was apparently really successful. I wasn't haven't it? seen that. But he he directed in 2011 like Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides, which I think was the fourth one. Came, one came after, after the, the third thing. one, so the first three just got bigger and bigger in budget, and then this one felt really cheap. And in this one, it's Johnny Depp, Penelope Cruz, in McShane, and Astrid Burgess, uh, Frisbee, plays the mermaid in the film. But uh, Jack Sparrow and Barbosa um, embark on a quest to find the elusive fountain of youth, only to discover that Blackbeard and his daughter are after it too. Oh, I see. And there's a big, I remember this one. There's a big battle and then stuff. And then one of the blokes falls in love with a mermaid and then mm-hmm. stuff. And I think, uh, what's her name? Someone else plays a mermaid in it as well. But anyway, there's been loads of stuff. Play anyway, it, it wasn't things. it wasn't that good after the Things. after the sort of big blockbusters of one. It, it felt like a smaller plot and it didn't but feel. It didn't have uh, Kieran Knightley or yeah, like, the dude in it, did it? Again, either? it didn't have that magic of the three like as you uh, we were talking about <gasps> the, the other day. Combination, you know, Star Wars has got Han, Leia, and Luke, mm-hmm. and then you've got Buffy. <laughs> Buffy. What? And Buffy. But most most of them have a team together, and I Basically think the, a the everyone thought that Johnny Depp was the the big sell of Pirates of the Caribbean, not realizing that he was good. It was but a combo. In small doses, in small doses. It was a combination of the. And this is characters. where this is where uh, he started to get more stupid. His character did. Well, he didn't have as many people to bounce off, basically. Yeah. Or make him look like any better than he was but I think it's still better than the last one was it I can't remember the last no one. I'd rather have the last one okay and uh, moving on to a couple of others 2014 had Song of the Sea now we've already talked about this film in in, in the Kalpish episode <laughs> um, or the Selkish <laughs> uh, it was directed by Tom Moore and it's about a young Irish boy and his sister and a girl that can turn into the seal and stuff as we've already talked about it but then several years later in 2017 now this one I put on the list because it's not what you'd think is a mermaid film kind of is but it is Shape of Water in 2017 oh, yeah. uh, directed by Guillermo del Toro is this the one that won loads of Oscars yeah it won loads of stuff and it stars <laughs> Sally Hawkins Paddington yeah Sally Hawkins from Paddington Octavia Spencer Michael Shannon and Doug Jones as the, 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 the creature man. the creature the amphibian the, thing yeah. so it's a top secret research facility in the 60s and a lonely mute janitor uh, form a unique relationship with the amphibious creature and then eventually they run off to it uh, together and jump in the sea. Now, you, weird. you think why I'd mention this is why do you think I'd mention this? Because it's to do with mad people. Ah, but who's the mer person? Is it the woman? It's the woman. Why? Because the, all through the film... Oh, it's the opposite. She couldn't talk. No. 
It's all through the film. He's an amphibious creature, but all through the film, it's hinted that she's a mermaid. Oh, because she can't talk. Because yeah, mermaids so, 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 can't yeah. talk on the land. So in the film, she mentions that she was born near a river, mm-hmm. and also a file says in, in the film. Uh, and she's orphaned, and there's no other knowledge about her childhood. So she's just come oh. from from the water. She's mute. She can't talk, which is exactly like the myths and legend mm-hmm. uh, that we talked about. She has three cuts on her side of her neck. Oh yeah. And then at the end, the amphibious creature heals her uh, wounds and she has gills on the side of her neck. Oh. So he's healed her and she just turns back to normal. So she's tried to cut the gills off. Oh. So she's a mermaid. And then she, that's why she falls in love with him because she feels an affinity. To- I see. Yeah. So there we go. That's very cool. I never realised that before about that. Okay, some light dishonourable mentions. There was Lady in the Water by M. Night Shyamalan in 2006. Uh, with Bryce Dallas Howard playing the uh, a water nymph, the reason Ooh, I didn't. Saw that. Yeah, it's, it's it was pretty terrible. He even writes himself into the film as writing a move a, a book movie or book that's gonna change the world for the better. <laughs> it's, just, it's just not that great. Uh, but she was a water nymph. There was obviously a, a TV show called H Two O. Oh yeah, <laughs> girls who could turn into uh, to mermaids. I do watch a little bit of that. It's a bit cheesy. And there was also the 1999 TV movie uh, film of the TV series Sabrina. Sabrina Down Under. What? That includes mermaids? <laughs> Sabrina the Teenage Witch goes down under and comes across some mermaids. <laughs> so, uh, but the last film awesome. I wanted to end on is a film that's just come out, which is... Oh, no, not that one. Robert Eggers' uh, new film, <laughs> The Lighthouse, <laughs> starring Willem Dafoe and Robert Patterson. It's a ridiculous film. No, it's, 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 it's a great film. It's a great film. It's, it's, it's a two lighthouse keepers trying to maintain their sanity while uh, working at a mysterious New England lighthouse in the 1890s and stuff. Now, people, obviously, if you watch this film, it's what people would probably... Uh, it's more like arty-farty. Yeah, it's a little bit pretentious, but the thing is, it's obviously what you're seeing isn't necessarily what is yeah, you happening. Have, it's, it's all a metaphor yeah, and all that Metaphors jazz. and stuff. But I'm, we're not going to spoil it for people because it's only just come out. I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's out in the UK until this podcast uh, released actually. Okay. So how did we see? It? <laughs> <laughs> hey ho, Fernando. Um, but yeah, there's 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 something in it that that relates to, okay. to, to, to mermaid nature, and it's quite a graphic scene. Oh my god! Yeah, I just remembered that. <laughs> about yeah, the mermaid, it's quite. But it's, it's, it's worth seeing. It's just a bit like um, the best bits are when they get drunk. Yeah, yeah. But when they get and drunk, William, William and William Dafoe's ranting, and his ranting's great, yeah. and his you blackguard, his crazy eyes, his crazy eyes, and the seagulls. They're great. Okay, well. so we've talked about the myths and legends. We've talked about the films that's influenced. So this is the point of the show where we go back and we look at the films and the myths and we decide if we believe or if we <laughs> don't believe. Amy, you first. Um, I don't believe. To be <gasps> you don't believe in mermaids? No. Oh my God. Usually I'm like, oh, I'd love to believe. I'd love that. That's great. But in my opinion, I don't think they exist. I think most of the things that people think they saw was probably influenced by something else, like they were desperately alone or they kind of wished to see that there was a woman that was very attractive on a rock or something. Or it was a manatee or, you know. 
I think if there were mermaids, I think we would have kind of like discovered them by now. What about Demi Lovato saying there are a race of I, aliens I living in a spaceship had, underneath the sea? No, I think she's had too much time on her hands, and I think she sounds like a very or easy... or if Demi Demi, if you're listening, which you probably probably not, but if you're not, email in and tell us why you think mermaids exist. Yeah, exactly. But I think maybe like if you look, listen to something like that, if you're really easily but what about plenty plenty if you're really easily influenced. And you'd be kind of turned. Ooh, best, you could say that about a lot of the stuff on this show. Yeah, but you? I'm easily influenced sometimes with stuff, but it's because I have, with stuff that I kind of like already kind of believe. Like if you're pushed over the like edge. Like you're looking for the answers to prove yeah, your own, exactly. own beliefs, yeah, which is a lot of people do on the internet. But it's, it's nice to believe in things like that are magical and stuff, but I don't really like, no, I don't think they exist. But also, I'm really terrified of like someone taking me underwater. And like diving down into the bottom of the sea because I get freaked out about like wrinkly fingers and stuff. I get freaked out about wrinkly fingers. Okay, wrinkly fingers. Because you know why they go wrinkly though? Apparently, I don't know why. Apparently, they go wrinkly to give you more grip under and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> under the sea, under the sea, you have more grip. Anyway, under the sea. but don't you believe in what Pliny the Elder said when he found there was a, a whole race of nereids no, and I don't they were dead any on the sea? No. What about if they existed back in their past and then the humans? Yeah, that's plausible. <laughs> but also, the the ocean is like very vast, and we haven't explored a lot of it, so maybe they do exist. But kind of, are kind of leaning towards. Well, could they the be no like? Could they be like selkies and stuff? They can change maybe, their form and stuff. Maybe. Or maybe it's like a combination, but not the com- Little Mermaid combination. You know, like the the top and the bottom sort of thing. You know, yeah, I maybe. think if they did exist, they were all murdered many, many years ago. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, like how people used to like over overfish. Well, they still do, and like kill whales and narwhals and stuff. Like obviously, there's more control over that now, but maybe there wasn't then. Maybe there wasn't a very big population and they killed them all. Mm-hmm. Okay. But wouldn't, I'm, they have, like, wouldn't they have like preserved some of them for like science and all that jazz? Or maybe they uh, have a secret trade deal with America and they're supplying them uh, oil oh. from, the, from the seabed. Why is it always America <laughs> that's the evil Oh, one? one film. We forgot to mention one film, evil. actually, that we should have mentioned as a dishonourable mention. What? Aquaman. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Come on, Aquaman. He's he's a merman, isn't he? But it's a terrible film. And did you know in the comic books, Aquaman had yeah, a dolphin. Even the comic book was awful. Had a dolphin as a girlfriend. Yeah, see, the comic book and was she, terrible. And she dumped him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what would you make a film? man. <laughs> but they tried to change it, didn't they, into something like I don't know, more along the lines of. Well, all that uh, DC stuff is is going to be a little bit troublesome at the moment hopefully with the after the success of the joker oh joker sorry and the new batman robert Pattinson coming up there might be a change to the dc movies but um, hopefully there's but, the, the materials know. there J- jason momoa a lot of people like him as aquaman what's, what's that new fi- oh has that film got anything to do with dc stuff you yeah. know with stupid jared leto is in that film what's it called what? No, that's Marvel. He's, he's, is that Marvel? He switched to Marvel. So he yeah. tried to do DC. But no, but it's not Marvel. It's Sony. It's so- Sony's. Um, Sony Marvel. Sony's take on it. So because they own Spider Man. So, anyway, we're going off track here. Why can't people see that he's just what Jared Leto? A terrible actor. Where's well, that terrible actor? He tries too hard. Let's let's it? put let's think about. He was all right when he was a teenager. Um, American when Psycho. When he was in that uh, film, what was that film? Fight Club. That horror film. It's rubbish in fact. That horror film. <laughs> what horror film? Oh, it's in a horror film, like a teenage horror film. He's all right in those films. What? The Faculty? He's not in that, is he? No, but it's something like, um, you know, one of those stupid ones. 
Oh, what is it? What is it? You know that one? Um, Urban Legends. Ah, uh, okay. Urban was Legends. he in that one? I haven't seen I think Urban so. Legends. It was either years. Urban Legends or something like that film. Yeah, but like, stop employing, stop employing him in these. Well, no, films. he's good. He's good in other Smart. films. He's he good at sinking. No, I, the thing is, I I don't think the thing in, about the the Justice League or whatever it was, or what was it? What was it called? Suicide Squad. Yeah. We just didn't see him. They just gave us random clips. It, the, even the, the scenes he's in is poorly think, edited. Even if you gave us more scenes of him he was being good the Joker, in, He was good in terrible. Blade Runner. Blade Runner is the... How was he good? He was just a weird man. It's probably <laughs> his character in real life. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, we're going off a uh, uh, thing. So you're, you're saying no no to mermaids. I'm saying no to mermaids in general. <laughs> no. No mermaids. <laughs> no mermaids in general. And um, also, doesn't he arrange those really hippie camps? He's hippie, hippie. Are you going back to Jared Leto? Yeah, Stop talking about Jared Leto. He arranges these hippie camps where people can come like, and, and be hippies. Like, okay, for well, uh, shall we do an episode on Jared Leto? The myth and legend no, of Jared Leto? No, it's not worth it, Simon. Okay, so you're saying no, I'm saying no as well. Yeah. I said, uh, believe in magic. I do like the magic. idea of them, uh, kind of like the idea of... Why would you like the idea of Because it's like the magic, you know, when you're pirates and magic and sirens and stuff. It's all kind of part of the parcel, isn't it? Giant octopus and stuff. It's cool. That's it's cool, man. It's cool. Anyway, <laughs> out of all the films that we mentioned, which... We didn't talk about how mermaids like tempt men mm. and, and then they drown them. Oh. Well, we did. We mentioned sirens and that's pretty much what sirens are. Sirens okay. are people who who just drag you to your death and stuff. What were you going to ask? What was my favourite film? So, out of the films oh we mentioned... Oh my God, there's so many. Out, no, out of the films we mentioned, what, which one would you go back and listen to? What? Listen to? Watch. I <laughs> I'm going to turn the visuals off and just listen it to... It would be The Little Mermaid, but I've seen that a million times. So, I think you, I'd... You're going to watch the remake? I'd go and watch... No. No. <laughs> I'm not going to watch... Flat out, no there. No. I'm not going to watch the remake because they remake things terribly these days. Okay. So, I'd, but I'd watch Ponyo again because I haven't seen that for a while. Okay, and Ponyo. also Splash... Because of John Candy, but also every other film that you mentioned, because they're all good. All of them, not all of them. They're not yeah, all good, are they? Yeah, most of them are good. Yeah. Not the dishonourable ones. Uh, yeah, they are. Harry Potter, Hook, Peter Pan, they're great. Splash. Oh, actually, hang on, Splash 2. Actually, I, I'm probably going to go back and watch Local Hero. I haven't, yeah. I haven't watched it like in ages. I think I watched first watched it for when I did film at university. University. So, uh, university. University. Yeah, I might go back and watch that. Bert Lancaster, Pete Capaldi. Would you watch the uh, remake? No, I don't think I've watched any of the remakes at the moment. No, no. I mean, would you watch No, the that's remake? what I'm saying. I haven't uh, I haven't watched The Lion King or Aladdin or... Because they look utter trash. No, 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 they look terrible. Anyway, so we've come to the end of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we come to the end of our show. Why ruin something? Oh my god, the Lion King! I'm not even joking. I need to complain. I need to put in a formal complaint. Okay, we'll do that. About do that later. You know, like um, in the uh, "Just Can't Wait to Be King" song, I, I like speak to Alexa and I'm like, "Can you play that?" And it plays me the new version, which is awful. Like the kids, the kids' voice is all right, but you know the Rowan Atkinson voice that was so good, but it ruins it with whoever that actor is. Whoever that actor is, who did a terrible job. Okay. There we go. Um, <laughs> anyway, we've come to the end of our show. Thank you for listening. If you would like to get in contact with us uh, here at Hey Ho Finito, please email heyhofinito at gmail.com. If you'd like to talk to us about anything that we've mentioned on the show or any future possible ideas that we can cover on the show, please email. Or you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Henry Finnegan. And also, if you could please leave us a rate and review or even just share us uh, with you. Share us with your grandmother. Your pals. Yeah. Get your mother hooked on Finito. <laughs> what? Hey, hey, would you like to buy? Would you like some free Fanino? It's free. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, so if that's been a, a podcast. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. Um, I've been Henry Finnegan. And I've been Liam Neeson's wife. <laughs> Liam, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. I can't do it. I can't do it. Pondo, get out of the sea. Pondo, get out of the sea. Listen to your father. Pondo, this is your father. Listen to your father. Yeah. Hey ho, finito. Do not go near the enchanted sea, because mermaids be about.